Hello, everybody, and welcome to the THC Tutors. Today, I'll be your solo host, Noah. And some of you might notice, why did I say solo? Well, today I'm doing something a little bit alone. And Giacomo, it's, you know, it's not that I have anything against him or anything like that. We're actually, as a team, going to try something new and see how our viewers like it. So with that being said, let's get straight into it. Today's podcast is going to be all about VPD. In other words, vapor pressure deficit. First, things first, when I say VPD, some people run. I want to have some disclosure here and say VPD is a very neutral term. Whenever somebody's talking about VPD, it doesn't matter in what kind of respect, it's a very neutral term. And all it means is it means the exact same as somebody saying, oh, this is the temp, oh, this is the humidity. VPD is just another measurement that scientists will use or growers will use in their environment. All right. So when we're talking about VPD, this is actually the uh, relationship between the leaf temperature, the air temperature, and the humidity. And all these will basically come together and make us an easy number, uh, which will be a unit of pressure. The way I, at first, when I started growing, was taught what VPD was, was that it basically means the ease of breathing for the plant. And what I mean by that is when a plant is breathing, it's transpiring, right? When photosynthesis happens, a majority of the water that is going up the plant with osmotic pressure, which we'll get on later, is transpiring out of the plant. So when we talk about VPD, we are talking about how easy are we making it on the plant for it to transpire. When you can understand this, at first when I heard that saying, I didn't really understand what it meant until I actually went through and grew some plants and my environment switched up on me and I understood, wow, VPD has a big impact on my plants. When you understand VPD, it'll make you much more of an intuitive grower, which means you'll be able to see something and know what it is instead of dwelling over 10 different factors that you could have factored in. When we're looking for our VPD, there are some tools that we are going to need. So to do this, like I said earlier, we are measuring the leaf temperature, the air temperature, and the humidity. So we're going to need a hygrometer and Ideally, for the hygrometer, I would get one that will measure the lows and the highs over 24 hours. We talked about Giacomo's hygrometer in our first podcast, and he had one that measured the low and the high humidity and temperature for the last 24 hours. I recommend getting one of those because that will be the easiest way to find out if your VPD is in the efficient ranges for your plants. The other thing that I would highly highly recommend, I'm sorry, would highly recommend is a infrared thermometer. The reason we have this is to get that leaf surface temperature and not have to estimate. When we can really get that leaf surface temperature, there's much more that we can find out about the plant. And I'll get to that later. So like I explained earlier, VPD is the ease to breathe. So it's basically how comfortable your plants are going to be. Some use VPD as their only measurement when, it's, when we are determining the vapor in the air. So what I mean by that is humidity, some people think, oh, that's the vapor in the air. But for a grower in a greenhouse, 
they could have an actual humidity, a relative humidity, and then a VPD number. And when we're talking about the plants and what's reacting to the plants the most, we're talking about that VPD number. So for that instance of a greenhouse, say that it's going to get 60 degrees tomorrow, 60 degrees Fahrenheit. And there's really no way that we can control that 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, we'd look at our VPD and we try to keep it in check. In that instance, most of the time we're going to lower our humidity by a fair amount. And there's other factors in that, you know, those plants aren't going to be growing that fast because it's very cold. But if we can still keep the VPD in check, we're keeping the vapor in the air in check, which means those plants can breathe very, very easily. Now, like I said before, when we are transpiring, we're using osmotic pressure. Osmotic pressure is the word that we use when we're talking about the water going through the plant upwards. It's defeating gravity and it's going against gravity up through the leaves at the top of the plant. That is osmotic pressure. When we're talking about transpiration and osmotic pressure, we're talking about the plants are actually cooling themselves off. So the, the, the higher the osmotic pressure, the more the water and the transpiration is cooling the plant off. Now, the simplest way for me to explain VPD to you is to say that... In the inside of a leaf, it's very, very wet. And on the outside of a leaf, it's drier. And in anybody, most people know from science class that the pressure that those between the two, they're going to try to create a equilibrium. When, you know, if, if you don't know kind of what I'm talking about, there's an easy analogy that I can make. That analogy is when we bring a carbonated beverage up in elevation. I used to live in Colorado. So when you would go from Denver up into the mountains and you'd bring some Coke or some Sprite or something like that and you open it, it'd have a different sound and a different amount of air coming out of it. Sometimes, you know, it depends on the ball you get, how high you went. Sometimes you just bump it on a rock and it'd explode. And not that your leaves are going to explode or anything like that. What I'm trying to explain is when you open a bottle the air on the outside is trying to make an equilibrium with the air on the inside of the bottle or the pressure should i say when that happens you're going to have a reaction that occurs maybe the popping or the sizzling or something like that that happens to the soda now i'm taking it very this expression very very hardcore because i want people that don't understand that to kind of get a grasp of it but that is the easiest way to explain equilibrium in the air. On a plant, it's much, much smaller. If you could imagine you're a little tiny person and you're on that plant leaf, you're going to be very, very moist. But if you put your arms up, it's going to get less and less moist because you're trying to create this equilibrium. And there's going to be this layer on the leaf where there's going to be a perfect layer of moisture. And that is what we're trying to efficiently get to open and close those stomata. So when we're talking about that equilibrium, in a humid environment, it's harder for leaves to transpire. And in dry conditions, a plant will exhaust more vapor to keep the equilibrium. Now that kind of makes sense, right? A humid, in a humid environment, there it's going to be harder for water to get out. Easy peasy, right? And then the opposite for the opposite environment. All right, so 
basically said and done. When we're measuring VPD, kind of what I just said with the equilibrium, we're measuring the drying effect on your plant. The drying effect is basically what is pulling water out of your plant, kind of like the transpiration rate. So if we're thinking how hard can we pull water out of the plant, you know, if we have a higher VPD, it's pulling more, trying to pull more water out of the plant. If we have a lower VPD, it's holding more water in the plant, right? Now, scientifically, when we're talking about VPD, it's the difference between the max amount of water vapor the air can hold versus the actual vapor in the air. A way to further simplify this is to say it's between it's the difference between the leaf saturation pressure and the air's actual pressure. Now, the leaf saturation pressure is what I'm explaining by that is how wet is it inside of the leaf and how much pressure is pushing out on the outside of the leaf for that transpiration to get outside. Now, it's very simple. Once you get your grasp on it, all measurements are going to be measured in a kilopascal. Kilopascals is a simple unit of, of pressure. And now when we're calculating it, we're going to need the same three tools that we were talking about earlier. We're going to need the leaf surface temperature. So we're going to use our infrared thermometer to get that. We're going to need the room temperature and we're going to need the room's relative humidity. Now, before you even take the next step, calculate all of those to Celsius. All right. And keep the room uh, humidity as just a whole number. Now, VPD is the difference between the saturation pressure of the leaf and the actual vapor in the air, just as I said earlier. For the saturation pressure and how we're going to find that, we're going to get the leaf surface temp in degrees Celsius, and you can easily find the equation online. I can't explain it right here, but we're going to basically put that over. It. These are all over constants. That is the main thing you're going to need, and then you can also... Uh, when you're, you can use that same equation when you're finding the actual vapor pressure, but you're going to multiply the relative humidity and put it over a hundred. So multiply that, uh, and put it over a hundred because you're going to make it a percent. So from that equation, multiply it by the full equation. And that's what you're multiplying is the relative humidity over a hundred so that you have the percent of humidity. So let's quickly go over the things that I've been explaining, all right? So basically, VPD is the comfort of your plant, right? VPD is basically the drying effect of your plant. So VPD is measuring the comfort, but when we're talking about the number, it's the drying effect. So sure, we can say, oh, the, this number is super comfortable for my plant. But when we have a, we go to a friend's grow and they have a higher number, well, we can say, oh, well, this is the impact that that's having on the plant, right? Now, everybody's going to ask, well, what numbers do I want? And how can I get that equation a lot easier? Well, first of all, you can go and grab a chart from places like uh, there's pulse.com. There's a lot of places where you can get a chart. But the reality is, is you want to make your own chart because I recommend that you always take new readings. Unless you're in a very, very dialed in grow, you're not gonna have very consistent readings. And that, you know, this is coming from a person who's had a lot of grows under their belt. You, you need to really, really measure that every single time and put it as a data point. 
I express how important data is in the grow and how important that is into making your success into the future. That aside, when we're talking about germination, which is something I just went through, we're going to want about a 0.5 to a 0.8 kPa. So if you understand that, uh, you know, correlating that from earlier, what I'm saying with those numbers, it's a lower number. So that means that we're going to try to hold more moisture into the plant because that plant has no root system yet and not enough leaves to be transpiring at a large amount. So we're going to keep it low. When we're in late veg and we're going to early flower, we're going to want to be about a 0.8 to a 1.2. Now this is also the plant can start pushing more nutrients and it's going to create a better bud set and a better stretch. This is this is in for our microp steering bros out there. This is what we would call generative one steering. We're we're stretching that and we're getting a great bud set, but we're also keeping in mind the VPD to push more nutri- nutrition through the plant. For late flowers and through ripening, we're going to want it to be a 1.2 to a 1.5 kPa. Now, this is why normally at the end of flower, they recommend a very low humidity. If you are one of those people who defoliate the plant at the end, this is very, very important for you. Flowers do not transpire like leaves do. So when we have more buds and less leaves, we still need to transpire the same amount. So we need to push more transpiration through less of the leaves. Now, it's important to note anything below a 0.5 kPa, and this is more in my findings. I think online, it actually, on like pulse.com and places, it says 0.4, but I would say 0.5. I've, I've had molding in 0.4. So when we're talking about this, we're going to anything below 0.5 can lead to molding and other pathogenic issues. Also, under a 0.5, we'll have poor nutrient uptake. This is a big mind buster for most of you. Most CalMag deficiencies are coming from a low VPD and a later point of growth. So when people used to say more CalMag, more CalMag, it's because they would keep the same VPD the whole grow. And when we're coming up to the end of the grow, we need, we're getting that CalMag deficiency and they just say more CalMag. Well, it worked back then, but these days as growers start getting the VPD in check, they're using the CalMag at the end and it's doing the opposite. It's burning their plants because they don't need it anymore. Now that now that I said that, let's flip it over to the other side. Anything over 1.5 kPa can result in overtranspiration or toxicities. This is the leading thing for leaf tip burn. If you have ever had leaf tip burn, I'm talking to everybody. This almost all the time that I have found personally, this was the reason. And to sum that all up and explain why is because your plant is transpiring more than it can. It's drying out that plant more than it can. What that's doing in the morning is it's leaving little salt water droplets on the edges of your plants. The lights turn on, burn off. Also, toxicity, that happens to just burn your leaves naturally it's a drying effect keep that in mind now when i'm saying this this might not be uh, be accustomed to you all cultivars are different remember that 
all cultivars are different. So when I say, oh, these are the best ranges, some of those cultivars out there, people say, well, this one, you know, it's really hard strain. Most of the time, that's the only thing that that strain is picky on is VPD. Once a scientist or a grower has the VPD in check, now we can really have a constant where we can check real nutrient uptake. Because like I say all the time, step one and two, it goes light and environment, right? Genetics isn't even in the top two. Light and environment. How much light are you getting and what's your environment? VPD is in your environment. Now, this is something very important to note as well that I didn't know when I started uh, calculating for VPD. Your leaf surface temperature should always be a few degrees cooler than your room temp. If the same or higher, the light is most likely too close. This is something that most people with HPS, they think it's actually the opposite way. All oh, my plants are going to warm up. No. I've had a healthy HPS room, and I've had an unhealthy HPS room. And when I had a healthy HPS room, my plants were normally kicking about three under the uh, the leaf surface temp was uh, three degrees Fahrenheit under the room temp, which is, is, is healthy. That's what you're looking for. But this begs another question. How come how, how come I've always heard that numbers are different when we're talking LED to, to HPS? Well, we now are talking about the difference of temperature, which is interacting with the, the VPD. Okay, so so there's more questions in the the answer for HPS and LED. And maybe when Giacomo gets on, we can talk about that difference between HPS and LED. But since most people are rocking LED these year, uh, LED these days, not these years, I'm sorry, uh, you're going to see about, uh, it's healthy to see a few degrees, maybe two degrees Fahrenheit under your room temperature. So hopefully this planted some seeds in your brain, uh, got some questions going around your head. Um, this was my first one, so you know. Make some comments if you want to hear me uh, do something better, if I'm using different words too much, things like that. Um, let me know how I'm doing. And to sum it all up, we really thank, I really thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you could have listened to this on the way to work. That was kind of the envisionment of it, uh, something like that. And hopefully Giacomo and I can get back on and talk more about VPD and more in-depth about it, uh, seeing as I made a solo podcast. Please, I... Tell you guys, please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That is really, really helping us out right now. Everybody that's leaving a review, really helping us. Ten reviews, we're going to do something special. A hundred reviews, we're going to do a humongous giveaway. Make sure to follow our Instagram at THC Tutors on Instagram. That's starting to blow up. We're going to have most of our information is going to be there from when we're going to upload to the giveaways to everything like that. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great day and grow or love to everybody. Peace out.